You are listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 92. And in today's episode, I am talking to you why I've been off the mic for over two months. And then I'm sharing some great updates of what we've been through this last couple months and what we've been working on. And then I get into talking to you about some foundational pieces for moving into the summer months on how to have a healthy lifestyle through changes for a healthier you. So come on, let's dive in. Welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad. I'm a certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and now new proud Nana. And I'm on a global mission to disrupt the women's health education space by showing women how to be their healthiest self by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocate. I believe that true transformation only happens when we come together as a collective group of women who are like-minded, who are curious and want to learn about our health as it pertains to us being women. So how do we do that? We do it one healthy conversation at a time. So let's dive in. Hey there, Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle listeners. So I'm sure that most of you have noticed that we haven't released a podcast in several months. And I wanted to start out today letting you know why. It has always been my mission here at Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle to empower you to be your healthiest self so that you can be all that you were meant to be in your life, your career, and your business. And like so many of you, the onset of COVID brought around so many changes all at once that it left most of us feeling stressed and at a loss of where to go next. And we here at Well Woman Network, we felt that too. Since I still have to practice medicine, life got really hairy for me with my work schedule, and I became overwhelmed with all the changes, the new learning of new techniques that I had to do of how we were going to practice during this time, the constant daily uptakes and updates, and everything that was going on in social, that I just needed to take a break. I needed to do what I tell all of you to do to practice self-care. And that meant to me just taking a step back and allowing myself some space and allowing myself some grace. Because when I get overwhelmed, just stepping back from the whole process is what I need. You know, some people can just keep going, forge on through, you know, and just keep on doing it. And I'm just not one of those people. I have to mentally refresh my brain. And part of that, I think, is because I do still practice. And when I'm practicing, it is a grind. You know, taking care of people in a practice setting, and especially during this time when everybody is stressed out, scared, not knowing what to do, you know, and they're bringing all their emotions to the table and you're trying to take care of them and keep your emotions in check. You know, you go home at the end of the day and you're wiped out. And then the last thing that I want to do, even though I say that I want to go home and, you know, record a podcast, I want to go home and I want to um, blog about something, my emotional tank is tapped. And it's like, I just, I just don't want to go home and I don't want to sit in front of the computer and I don't want to write a blog article or any of that kind of stuff. That's the last thing on my mind. And weeks kind of turned into a month. And then I started thinking, okay, I've got to get back into the podcasting scene. It's just, 
I know I need to do it. I know I need to do it. And then it's like kind of, you know, when you get out of practice of doing something on a routinely, weekly basis, everyday basis, sometimes it's hard to get back on the horse again. And I'll have to, I'll freely admit it, you know, it happens to me too. It happens to the best of us. And so then I got ready to get back on and podcast. And then we got hit with all of the, you know, the racial stuff that was coming out and Black Life Matters and all of that good stuff that needs to be addressed and come out in public, you know, and, and move forward. If we don't talk about it, things don't change, right? And then again, you start to think, okay, well, how am I going to navigate through all that? What do I say? You know, do we, do we just go on as usual? That's how it was like with after COVID hit. Everybody was like in business was saying, okay, what do we do? Do we talk about COVID? Do we not talk about COVID? Do we, um, do we move on like nothing ever happened? And same thing with everything that's going on in our world. People are sitting around asking, what the heck is the next move? What do we do? So I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. But I know that for me, I'm feeling better because I've taken some time off and I've explored the issues and I've looked at everything that's going on and I've mentally prepared myself and done through the education because that's what makes me feel better. And that's like why I always talk to you all about, you know, when you understand your health, when you understand your body, when you understand whether, you know, the true nature of what COVID is, or you understand the true nature of what's going on, um, you know, in our society with all the other issues that are going there, you are better able to make informed decisions for you. It doesn't have to be for other people, but you can make better informed decisions for you. And I'm at a point in my life because I've practiced self-care enough that I know what Michelle needs, most of the time, that is. And I can say, okay, I, I'm feeling that way, and I can explore my feelings, and I know why I'm feeling this, and so I go, okay, this is how I adjust. So I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you listeners who tune in each and every week, or we're tuning in each and every week, you know, you bless my heart. And this podcast really means a lot to me. I didn't really start it you know, I started it for, for you, for the women, but because I love to talk and I love to educate and it was just one more platform that I could do that on. But I've always come to you and I've told you that this podcast is real. You know, it's, it's in the moment. If I make mistakes, I'm just going to keep on going with it. I really don't do a whole lot of editing. Sometimes you hear my bird in the background. Sometimes you hear my dogs in the background because I do it from my home, my home office and we have a little studio here, but it's not soundproof. But this is what it is, right? We're all doing the best that we can. And I think that's where we have to start with doing the best that we can. So while we've been taking this hiatus for this past couple of months, I want to fill you in on some things that we have been doing behind the scenes, along with rejuvenating ourselves. So we totally revamped the website. So if you haven't seen it, go check out wellwomannetwork.com. And we've made it a lot more user-friendly. We brought it up to date. We got everything in working order. We've got some new um, great um, free option for freebies for you on there that you can go download. One actually talks about um, how do we deal with stress during COVID. So if you would like to learn more about stress, definitely go and download that. And I've taken the time to do a lot of writing lately, which I've been really enjoying. So what's new on the blog? Let me tell you. So you can go there and check out. It's um, wellwomannetwork.com forward slash blog. So the last ones that I've been doing are this, this week, I wrote one, a whole food diet for overall better health to talk to you about how a whole food diet can enhance you in more ways than one. 
Um, last week I talked about five immune system zappers. So we talked about like what, how you can improve your immune system during this time. Then the week before that, I wrote how to stay productive and healthy while working at home because I know a lot of us are doing that even though you know we have gone back to work, things have been opening up a lot more and a lot of us have gone back to work. A lot of us are still working from home and how do you navigate that? How do you make that into a, a healthy environment? And then before that, I wrote, transform your mornings for a healthy work-life balance. And so this kind of talked about, you know, even though you are home or whether you're going back to work, um, how you can transition your mornings to have a better work-life balance. So go check out those blog posts for me. Um, you know, if you love to read, some people like to listen, some people like to read, some people like to, you know, do video and stuff like that. We're working on the video stuff that's coming up. But I also wanted to tell you too that we are getting ready to launch our revamped um, membership mid-July. So we moved to a new platform. Um, it's all new content in much easier, digestible fashion. Um, we're gonna be talking about all different kinds of things, gut health, um, how to eat healthier. We're gonna be talking about toxic toxicity. We're gonna be talking about thyroid. We've got the whole year planned out and it's gonna be phenomenal. And right now, the only way that you're going to know that we're launching, because we're doing a soft launch, is to get on our wait list. And if you want to do that, you can head on over to wellwomannetwork.com, okay? And it's forward slash membership dash program. So that's wellwomannetwork.com forward slash membership dash program. And if you sign up on the wait list, um, you will be get, you'll get an email and we'll be updating you as we're kind of moving closer because we're going to be launching that um, probably like the third week in July. And if you get on that waiting list, then you're going to be offered a fantastic founding members discount for the monthly membership that will stay that way for the entire your entire membership. Um, we've also just secured a couple extra bonuses. And really, I'm looking for women who want to get healthy and who want to be in a supportive community and who want to be educated about their health. Because ladies, I really believe that we need to transform the language and how we look at our bodies. That is the only way we are going to change our health and especially about women's health is by having a community of women who come together, who are like-minded and we're moving forward in the same direction. And I believe that that starts with understanding your body, understanding, you know, how your thyroid works. Now, you don't have to be a medical professional. I'm not asking you to do that, but I am asking you to take some responsibility to understand how your body operates so that when it stops or if something's going wrong, you can know, you know, okay, I feel off today. How can I kind of correct that? Or if you do have some issues, you know how you as your own self-care advocate, number one, can kind of help yourself with that. You'll know what supplements can I do? Or you can ask and talk to other women in the community, or you can even ask and talk to me because we're going to be having monthly Zoom calls about the topic. And I just, I'm really excited about it. So um, if you want to get any information, go to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash membership dash program. You can read about the membership there and you can get on the waiting list there. I highly encourage you to do so. Um, and I'm I can't wait to see y'all in there and that, you know, how our health and um, your health is going to transform over this next year. So today I wanted to kind of just get back to some of the basics and talk to you about some healthy lifestyle changes for a healthier you. So we're going to be talking about changing your morning habits. Then I'm going to be talking to you about daily lifestyle changes for weight loss. 
Then we're going to move into how to stay motivated to maintain your health, especially now. Then I want to talk to you about some changes for good mental health and then some simple guidelines to eating clean, which is one of the things that I talked about on my blog article. Okay. Now, the first thing is, like I said, I wrote that blog article about how to transform your mornings to have a more productive work-life balance. And that is because the morning, ladies, is so important. It's such an important part of the day. It's during these hours that we set the precedent for the upcoming day. This time is also one in which you can integrate healthier habits to have a healthier day and a healthier overall life, okay? So number one is timing is everything. Waking up at the same time each day may seem difficult, especially when you're you know, going from a weekday schedule to a weekend schedule, okay? Like, okay, I get up during the week, I have to get up at 7 or 5.30, whatever that time is, but then it's the weekend, oh, now I can sleep in and I, can, I don't have to get up that early. However, that may, that may sound good, like, oh, I can sleep in. But studies show that you can have a much more, produ- much more productivity and you can feel overall better if you have a consistency of waking up at the same time every day, not going back and forth. Okay. So your body can start to actually become better when it knows the time that you're going to go to bed and it knows the time when you're going to arise. Now, some of us who've been doing this for a while, like myself, my body just boom, eyes open like at six o'clock because that is time. And and trust me, I set an alarm clock every night that I have to go to work because I want to make sure, number one, that I get up. I can guarantee you, I always get up before that. And I have to get up and I shut and I shut the alarm off. Because why? My body is in a routine. It knows when to wake up. My body knows and it starts to get tired around 10 o'clock because I have created a routine at night to get my body prepared to kind of go to sleep. So I do that even on the weekends. I get up early because that's just what my body does. I don't try to fight it. So having a set time that you get up every single day, seven days a week, and having a set time that you go to bed seven days a week is going to be much more healthier for you. So try to start doing that. Also, arise earlier. You may feel immediately opposed to the idea, okay, of starting your day early, especially if you have kids, okay, earlier than you already do. Yet consider the constant morning rush that most of us busy women have. Okay. Whether you go to work, whether you have your own business and you stay home or you have to go someplace for your own business, or you are just a mom. Okay. You know, the morning rush. Okay. Whether it's running out the door with your hair wet, whether it's trying to get the kids lunches packed, your lunch packed and get everybody out the door, or whether you have to, you know, run to the bus stop to catch the bus, no matter what it is, adding some more time to your morning routines can help you feel less stressed. And this is what we're going for. We're going for the overall less stress because ladies having high levels of stress can negatively affect your daily routine and even your overall health. And you've heard me talk about stress in how to boost your immune system, cut your stress, how to have a better overall life, cut your stress. It is like number one up there next to changing your diet. Okay. So try waking up five minutes earlier every day until you reach your ideal time. Okay. So you get some time to yourself in the morning. You can have maybe that cup of coffee or that cup of tea, or you can read a Bible verse, or you can meditate, or you can journal for a little bit, or you can even write your little notes for that day. Because 
if you read my article on how to be more productive during your working day, it talks about doing your schedule or your little notes the same day. Because if you start doing all of that stuff the night before, your mind tends to ruminate during the night of all the things that you've got to do the next day. So read that article. So next thing is exercise. And I talked about this too in the blog article. After a long day at work, I know most of us probably don't feel terribly inclined to want to go to the gym or take a run around the block. Okay. I do because I just, I just do. But in, so instead of completely giving up on exercise, why don't you try moving your routine to the mornings instead? And I know a lot of people resist and they say, oh, Michelle, well, you know, if I go to the gym in the morning, I'm not going to have enough time to get, you know, home and showered and do all that other kind of stuff. Well, if you're worried about that, then look for a gym that has a shower so that you can shower after you work out and you can go to the gym from there. Okay. Or just get up a little earlier have that time for yourself and then exercise a little bit. And it doesn't have to be going to the gym. You could pop a, You could pop an app on and listen, you know, and do an app or you can go to YouTube and download a simple half an hour, 15 minute exercise routine just to get your body moving in the morning so that it sets the precedence again for your entire day. All right. The next thing I do, I talk about eating healthy breakfast. Having enough energy to get you through the day is often connected to whether or not you eat breakfast. But again, this can vary because I know a lot of people like myself, I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat my breakfast until 11 o'clock. So again, you know, if you start doing intermittent fasting, your body will get used to breakfast at a different time. Trust me. Okay. It's all about timing. Like I said earlier. So you do want to make sure that you are eating healthy meals. So instead of grabbing fast food on your way to work, prepare some meals on the weekends when you have the time to do so. You know, for example, you can make a casserole of eggs, make a frittata, whatever they call that with vegetables and stuff, you know, or you can make, you know, quick oats and have those in your fridge, or you can do it with chia seeds, or you can make protein smoothies and make your protein baggies and have them ready. So all you have to do is just pop it into the blender because my number one breakfast, even at 11 o'clock is a healthy smoothie, simple, easy to do. Okay. You don't have to get complicated about it. And the last thing I want to talk to you about in the mornings, again, is to take some time for yourself. Okay. With all the tasks that we have to complete in the morning, you might think that this is a joke. Okay. Again, we're, we laugh at some of these things. We say, yeah, right. How can we do all this when we're so busy? But consider even five minutes to yourself and what it can provide you with a fresh perspective on the entire day. Even sitting down, like I said earlier, just to even read for a few minutes, to meditate or to pray or to do anything can help give you some space from the chaos of the day that's coming up. Okay. You may not currently think too much about your morning routine, but changing some of your habits can help you feel better overall, ladies, with having a much less stressful day, okay? So next, I want to talk to you about, I get asked this a lot, a lot of times, how to lose weight. And now that we're moving into summer, I want to talk to you a little about some healthy lifestyle changes for weight loss. So again, I talked to you just a minute ago about eating breakfast during the day because it breaks them fast. And again, if you do intermittent fasting, it can change the time that you're eating breakfast, but you're still eating and eating healthy overall. Don't skip breakfast. Don't skip meals. Just make them smaller. If you don't like to eat big, heavy breakfast, lunch, and dinners, you know, and have little snacks and during the way, but make all that stuff that you're eating healthier. Go read the article on whole food and why that matters and how eating whole food can change your overall, your overall health. Okay. Next, you know, I always talk to you about drinking water. Okay. You know that it's important to drink water throughout the day, but the answer, the question is, do you do it? 
okay, do you find yourself yet reaching for another cup of coffee or something else that's not good for you instead of water? Skip those things and add water to your day. It helps you stay full longer and it prevents you from becoming dehydrated. It helps your skin, it helps your kidneys, and it helps your gut to detox. So you know wh- how what I tell you to do, you take your body weight, divide it by two, and that's how many ounces of water you should be drinking. If you exercise more, then you need to be drinking more water. But water is good. Get in the habit of drinking water. Next, if you, you know, like I talked to you about exercise in the morning or whatever you do, walking is even great. Skip the elevator at your job and take the, st- take the stairs. You know, stop taking your car, you know, right up to the parking thing. Park a few spaces way down and walk farther to the store, okay? Or if you're going to lunch, park farther down and walk. For me, I get out and I walk during lunch. I love to walk on my lunch hour. It gives me, it just rejuvenates me from when I come back for the afternoon to have to see patients. Next, I want you to manage stress again. See, these topics flow right into one another. First, we talked about having a healthy morning. Okay, routine. Now we're talking about weight loss. And what are we talking about? Some of the same topics. Eat a healthy breakfast. Get some exercise in there. Minimize your stress. Because stress, what does that do, ladies? You should know this by heart if you listen to me. It raises your cortisol levels and it plays havoc with your insulin. And it causes you to have that belly fat that you can't get rid of. So try to minimize your stress. And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to freaking skip the scale. Okay? Everybody thinks that weight loss is determined by the number on the scale. Yes, that that it may be true, but being healthy is about how you feel overall, okay? It's not about the number on the scale. It's about what are you doing every day to maintain that health. It's about walking. It's about drinking water. It's about having a positive mental attitude, okay? So it's not the number on the scale, Look for inches lost if that's what you want to, if you want to gauge anything. How do you feel in your clothes? Your clothes will be a determinant for how you're doing. And you know how you're doing, okay? If you know that you've cheated that day, why are you going to torture yourself and get on the scale the next day just to look at that number and say, oh my God, you know, or people are working really, really hard at losing weight and they step on the scale and they haven't lost anything, so they beat themselves up. You're working hard is doing you great things. It may not show on the scale, but it is definitely going to show in your overall health. Things that you can't see inside. You're improving your cellular health. You're improving your cellular metabolism. You are improving your gut health when you exercise. So those are all things that you cannot measure on the scale. So get off the kick of getting on the scale and especially getting on the scale daily. That doesn't help your mental outlook or your mindset. And Life is all about mindset, okay? So this also happens to be a mental health month. So let's talk about how we can, oh, sorry. I want to get to another topic before I talk about that one. I want to talk to you about staying motivated because we just got done talking about weight loss. So every one of us has a different motivation level, okay? And during this COVID, I hear a lot of people are talking to me when they come in my office. Oh, Michelle, I've gained the COVID-15. I've gained the COVID-20 because everybody was inside, wasn't eating really healthy, wasn't wanting to get outside, couldn't go to the gym, couldn't buy equipment anywhere to do any kind of exercise, just felt, you know, stuck at home, you know, depressed, you know, anxious, all those type of things. So how do you start getting back motivated? Well, go back to, you know, if you 
were wanting to lose some weight, hypothetically, that's the topic we'll talk about. And during the COVID, you just kind of got off scale. Now look at why did you want to lose that weight? Not just the why. The why is a motivator, ladies. Okay. It's what you do and how you do it that determines that. It's action that determines if you're going to, if you're going to be moving yourself towards that goal to reach why you're doing something. Okay. So here's the thing. When you feel unmotivated, no matter what it is, go look at pictures of that. So when I, I have a vision board that me and my friends did at the very beginning of the year. And when I feel unmotivated, I go and I look at that vision board and I see, okay, what are, what's my vision? What do I want to accomplish this year? And I go and I see all the pictures and I go, oh, now I know, okay, it, that re-motivates me. Or if I want to have, like I'm working on doing a pull-up, right? And when I get unmotivated because it's not happening, I go and I look at people's backs and I look at people, videos of people doing pull-ups because it inspires me and it motivates me to want to go and keep on working towards that goal. So if you want thinner abs, okay, six-pack abs, then look at pictures of abs of women who, who you aspire to look like, okay? Because that's going to give you some drive. So look at photos of what you want to accomplish, and then here's the other thing that I talk about too, and you know this in your business as well as in your health. Take small baby steps. We all set these huge goals because we, we think we can uh, accomplish anything in our mind, but in reality, that's not how it is. Don't set huge goals that I want to lose like 50 pounds in a month because it's just not going to happen. Set realistic goals and then chew them off small bites. Like they say, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's how you have to do meet your goals when you want to get stay motivated. Because if you are looking for this lofty goal and it's not happening, you need to reward yourself with the smaller goals in between because that's what's going to keep you going, okay? So even if you lost like one inch or you lost one pound, hooray, pat yourself on the back. You did an awesome job. You substituted one meal for, for a smoothie. Oh, you ate an extra salad today. You drank an extra glass of water today. Oh, you went for a walk on, on your lunch hour. Oh my God, those are huge. Give yourself a pat on the back. Do something good for yourself, you know, go buy yourself some flowers, go invest in a new, in a new dress maybe, you know, and you don't have to wait to buy clothes for when you get to be your ideal weight. You can buy clothes in between. It's okay. Just maybe go to thrift stores or different places where the clothes aren't so expensive that when you're not going to be able to wear them anymore, you're going to feel bad that you have to give them away. Lastly, how do you stay motivated? You find accountability. You know, that's why I said when we're creating this Well Woman membership, monthly membership, it's going to be for accountability and it's going to be for motivation. Because when you are surrounded by the people that love and care about you and that want to see you succeed in your process, they're going to hold you accountable, okay? And if you have to check in with an accountability partner, do we like to call our accountability partner and say, oh, gosh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't do that. This is why, you know, and we keep making excuses. No, we go, oh, I know I have to check in with so-and-so. So I better get that thing done. I said I was going to do so that I don't have to keep telling her that I didn't do it and sound like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not doing what I said I do. I'm not being unaccountable to myself. Accountability starts number one with ourselves. And number two, accountability is finding somebody else to help us hold ourselves to that accountability that we told ourselves we were going to do. So if you want some accountability, join our monthly membership because yours truly here is going to be your accountability partner. And I'm going to be walking you through that with all these other wonderful ladies that I hope to see in the program. So now the month of July is also another mental health month. So how do we keep our mental health positive? Okay. Number one, we handle negative situations. 
because a negative situation may act as a major barrier to our optimal mental health ladies. Therefore, I want you to develop strategies for how do you handle those type of situations, negative situations. One effective method is to tell yourself that you can either find a solution to the situation or you can learn to adjust it, okay? Accepting the life that will not always be, you know, flowing smoothly is important, okay? Like right now, we were thrown for a curve. Nobody expected COVID. So it was a major curveball and things did not go smoothly, but we have to learn to adapt. When you expect life to move along smoothly at all times, you are almost certain to find yourself disappointed because life is about ups and it's about downs. So expect those and maybe have things in your toolbox of what you're going to do when those down times come. Okay. What are you going to do? You're going to call a friend, but we'll talk about that. Number two, to keep your mental health up in good shape, try new experiences. We all of us get in this rut of doing the same thing over and over again. We eat the same thing. We go to the same restaurants. We hang out with the same people. We do the same things. Try different things. If you go to the gym all the time and you are bored with going to the gym, then try moving some of your exercise outdoors. Maybe take a kayaking class or go on a hike or do something, you know, take a rock climbing class or something different. I'm not saying that that's what you're going to do forever, but it changes things up. Gather your friends together and go do something exciting. Experience something new. Go to a museum if you've never gone to a museum. Try painting like my, my good friend Melissa says, you know, paint for your health. And she's also going to be putting a great thing in the membership. She's going to be having a membership. She's going to be having a class about, you know, art for mental health and for mental health relief. So I think it's going to be great. Number three, try a new hobby. Get a new hobby. You know, I'm trying to learn through Melissa to try to be more creative and do watercolors and journal and, and send out cards to my friends all the time. I'm trying to get in some new habits and I'm trying to create some new hobbies for myself, things that I like, because I tend to get so wrapped up in my work and everything that I do. And even though I love that, and I'll always say I love my work, this, is, this drives my passion, but even though it does, I've got to find outside hobbies besides just reading and doing research and all those things because that's what I do all the time. So you got to find new hobbies. Then I want you to find ways to express yourself, ladies, okay? Because keeping emotions pent up in your mind can have negative effects even when you're awake, okay? And when you've got all that going on in your brain when you're awake, that's what happens what you start to think about when you go to sleep. And that's what makes sleeping difficult for a lot of us. So if you've got things on your mind, you know, try saying them out loud to the people that you really want to say them to but find a very constructive way to tell people your feelings, okay? And maybe you might even start off by saying, hey, we can agree to disagree, but this is how I'm feeling. Always good to have good communications. It's very good for your mental health. And if you're feeling really down, okay, like a lot of people have been doing during this COVID and everything else that's going on in our, wor in our world, a lot of people are reaching out and seeking for, you know, more help. You know, they're, they're asking to see a counselor. They're asking to see a therapist. More people are asking, how do I, you know, what are some natural things that I can do to help with my anxiety or the depression that I'm feeling right now? It's not, you know, that's, it's not a crime to ask for help. So if you think that you need help, I definitely want you to reach out to your medical provider or whoever you talk to and seek out some support because there is support even if you don't have insurance and there is support there if you have insurance, Okay. And then last but not least, I want to talk to you about eating clean because this is really the foundation of what's going to set you straight 
for a majority of your health, for gut health, for everything in your body, clean eating has a connection to it, okay? So I want you to start cooking more at home. I know a lot of you may have been doing more of that now during COVID, but I know that a lot of you, your cooking at home has been more towards processed foods because it's been tough right now and you don't want to go to the grocery store. So you kind of just grab stuff and everything. But I want you to start thinking about getting back and cooking healthy. And we're going to talk about that. That's one of the main things that we're going to be talking about in the membership. And I think month number one is going to be our foundation of talking about healthier food and healthier eating and whole food eating and why it's important. Okay. Because your body, in order for your body to regenerate and for your cells to regenerate, they need proper nutrients. Okay. So nutrients are what cause your cells to become healthy. And when you're just eating processed junk all the time or bagged foods that has all that stuff in it or prepared foods, your body isn't getting the nutrients that it needs to move and to regenerate. So your cells are not going to regenerate healthy. They're going to regenerate yucky and you don't want that. Okay. I want you to eat and think of eating more color, color your plate, try new fruits this summer, try new vegetables, you know, try eating beets. Beets are great. Try eating, you know, steamed radishes, flavor different, Brussels sprouts, things that you haven't eaten. Okay. Or that maybe you thought, okay, I'm not going to like them. Look up different recipes of how to cook them and try cooking them different ways. The same thing for your kids. And I talked about this in the article. Don't put your, your food prejudices on your kids. If for instance, you don't like Brussels sprouts, don't not bring Brussels sprouts into your home and cook them for your children. Okay. You may not like them and that's fine because for whatever reason, but you know, cook them and give them to your children. Let your children or your husband or your significant others or whatever, let them make the decision for the foods that they like and they don't like. Don't you make a pre preconceived notion of, Oh, because I don't like them. They're not going to like them. Allow your kids to choose their palates. And even if they don't like certain fruits and vegetables, keep serving it to them in different ways because they may surprise you. And one day say, Oh, I like how you did this today, or I like this. And you're going to be surprised. I want you to upgrade your refined food. Clean eating doesn't mean that you have to quit on your favorite foods that you're used to eating. Okay. There are many alternatives to the standard refined foods, such as sugar, wheat flour, and white salt. So instead of just cutting it all out, try different things. Instead of sugar, try using stevia, try using agave, try using monk fruit, or even a little bit of honey. Okay. Instead of white flour, maybe go to whole grains or try to nix out some of that bread that you're eating. And I talked about this on Instagram the other day about using a food swap using, you know, like lettuce wraps or, um, we have, we have grape leaves in the summer. So we use grape leaves and we steam them and you can use those for rolls. Use different things instead of bread, roll your sandwich meat in, you know, in coconut wraps that are healthier, that have less carbs and that are that are less harsh on your, on your gut to digest. Okay. And, you know, if you eat pasta, try doing, you know, instead of pasta, pasta, try doing zucchini pasta, you know, try doing different things, explore, have fun and be curious with your food. Just like I tell you, I want you to be curious with your health, be curious with your food. There's so much out there to enjoy. And when you change it up a bit, that's where it keeps you, you know, it's fun. You know, some of us get in food ruts. We eat the same thing all the time. And it's like, oh my God, do I have to eat chicken one more time tonight? Well, there's a lot of different things that you can do with food. And the last thing around clean eating, again, I'm going to end and hot and, you know, harp on this because I always do is to drink your water is to stay hydrated because just like our body needs exercise and our body needs whole food nutrition, our body needs water. 
Okay, your body is like what, 75% or even more water, okay? If you took out the water, you could probably, you know, and you kind of just, um, what is that? Dried us out, you could put us in a capsule for what's left because water is a big part of who we are. So our body functions on water. So those are your healthy living, <coughs> your healthy lifestyle, things that I wanted to talk to you about for overall health. Those are some of the foundations that you can do. Set a good morning routine, you know, eat good, sleep good, de-stress, exercise more, have a good evening routine, have a good mental health. You know, it's about being holistic, okay? Thinking of our bodies as a whole, from the top to the bottom. And every part of us has to kind of work together. And we have to do different things for different parts. We need to keep our gut healthy. We need to keep our mind healthy. We need to keep our female parts healthy. So they all need different things. So think of your body on a daily basis as how am I helping my whole body? <clears throat> and that's through putting good food in it, drinking good, getting out and having some sunshine, exercising, and having a positive mental attitude, okay? And about joining community. So again, I highly encourage you, please get on our wait list. Check out our membership. If you join and you don't like it, you can always opt out. No, no hard, fast rules here. We will definitely give you your money back. So go over to Well Woman Healthy Life, go over to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash membership hyphen dash program. So ladies, it's good to get behind the mic again and get back in the saddle. And I look forward to talking to you each week with a new episode, new guests, <clears throat> because I really want to talk to some women about healthy business options, um, healthy lifestyle options, um, looking at all different kind of things. So we're going to be connecting with a lot of different women to bring them on. I know that we haven't done that in the past, you know, rather greatly this past year, but it's my intention to move forward in that direction. So if again, you know, DM me over on Instagram at Well Woman Network, um, join our Facebook group at Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle 360, no, Healthy Woman Lifestyle yeah, 360, sorry, <laughs> over on Facebook. Come to our Facebook page because we do a lot of Facebook Lives over there. Get on our newsletter. Go to our website, wellwomannetwork.com, and you can sign up for our newsletter, become a VIP member, um, join our membership wait list. There are so many ways that you can reach out and um, let us know what you want because this podcast and everything that we do is to help you become a healthier woman. And as a busy businesswoman, you know that you are our main, main focus. And we want to help you be the healthiest version of you so that you can go out there and do your business and you can do your life on your terms. So until next week, ladies, may God richly bless your life and I'll talk to you soon and bye for now. The information including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the main Well Woman Network website in Well Woman Network blog post, on the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast, and any other Well Woman Network health educational resources are for educational purposes only. The purpose of Well Woman Network's educational resources is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to, to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard or read on any of our platforms.